Welcome to another episode of Get Your Shine Box. Not a movie review show, not an advice show. Nah, just a couple of brothers who love to get together, hang out, talk about the movies they loved as kids, and how it's maybe influencing their parenting now. Yeah, it's by no way a way to avoid our families uh, hiding here in the basement or try to avoid our duties as husband. Commenting on the thing that we're actually not trying to do at all. Exactly. Uh, no, exactly. I, think you, I think you've nailed it. Yeah, yeah, it is... Um, uh, we're not searching for excuses to find ways to not participate in family. It just so happens that we owe it to the listenership. Who's watching our kids right now? Oh, oh, God. <laughs> <Nothing. laughs> uh, I haven't heard any sirens yet. So. <laughs> okay. Oh, you know what? That, so what is uh, YouTube then? So if film is dad and yeah. television is mom, YouTube yeah. is like that weird uncle? Like, oh, Doug? Oh, <laughs> That's funny that that sprung to my mind right away. Yeah. Yeah. So, possibly. So, YouTube is Uncle Doug. Okay. Yeah. Oh, well, that's that means everything is available on the menu. Like, you yeah. never know what tangent it's going to go or what directions. Yeah. However, he's a sweet guy. He is a sweet guy. And yeah. we know that nothing bad comes off the internet. <laughs> oh, my. At any rate. All right. So, uh, yeah. before we get into it, so uh, yeah. my name is Chris, my, my brother Tristan. Hello. Yes. And uh, before we get into the episode this week, yeah. tell me a little bit about your week. Okay. So, my week was, um, wow, it was pretty good. Um, we did a lot of, um, <laughs> you know, we're trying to get the kids out because, um, you know, during Christmas break, they've got another week. Like, they're not back till the night. Oh, that's true, too. Yeah. Yeah. So, they've got a whole other week before they're back to school. And so, we're thinking about, like, getting them out, getting them into, like, um, you know, get some exercise and stuff like that. Yep. And so, <laughs> the other day, um, and, and my wife is amazing, but she she gets on this, like, focus, this blinded focus she's like we're going skiing tomorrow and i'm like okay yeah let's go skiing to us wonderful and the kids are coming okay well we should prepare them and things like that right. so we said to the kids hey we're gonna go skiing tomorrow and they're like nope <laughs> you know and, <laughs> and i'm like well okay but maybe there's some skating there and and you guys can like climb on some like snow hills and stuff like there's lots to do in that park yeah right and they're like oh yeah maybe we'll go skating and my wife's like nope you are going skiing. And the kids are like, what? But, but I don't want to go skiing. I want to go skating. And she's like, ha, you can go skating afterward. You're going skiing. And as, you know, as, as her uh, life partner, uh, I need to support this. So sure. I'm like, look, kids, you know, uh, a little bit of skiing will be great. Just try it out. You know, go around uh, some of the hills and then, hey, come back and do some skating. She's like, nope, you are going on the trail. Oh and my so, God. yeah. So this I was like, like Judy Ham level. <laughs> you married your mom. I did. I, I did in the nice possible way because my mom is wonderful. Oh, of course she is. But she was also the same sort of level. But she never listens right? to this. So we can say whatever we want. Now the truth bombs are coming. Out. Yeah. Remember that time? No. Yeah. So, um, so I was on smooth it mode. I, I was on mode to smooth things over. Kruger so, smoothing, basically. Kruger smoothing. That's a, you did a terrible job of it. <laughs> so I, I went in and I tried to smooth things. Right. And I made sure there was hot chocolate and stuff. And they ended up having a pretty good time. That's good. And then they went skating and things like that. And, and it was good. But I did notice, like, well, like we, we trade off. We go on smooth it modes. Okay. You know, and I'm and I I was thinking back, and I was thinking like, I wonder how many times she goes into smooth it mode for me, mm. and I don't really notice. But then I notice the times I'm on smooth it mode for her, and I think there is a massive gap where she is on smooth it mode for me far more often. Oh, are you the erratic, like more the forceful decision maker in some of these things? I think I'm more just I don't know about forceful decisions. I'm just more erratic. I think is a good way to <laughs> to describe that kind of. You know, impulsive, erratic, uh, short-tempered, um, 
It's more mean. Okay. So I think that she goes on fix-it mode a lot more. And so um, it is a parenting thing, but it is about, you know, acknowledging that she's on she's on fix-it mode for me probably for more, far more often than I'm on fix-it mode for me. Okay. Yeah. So that's, well, that's kind of my notion. Seems pretty fair then to kind of contribute backwards a little bit. And oh, yeah. Offer some of that smooth it. So oh, another way that I offer the smooth it is by creating this show to showcase our lives to the public. <laughs> Is this a way that you could sort of explain to her, like, <laughs> look, I'm doing all the right things, or at least I think I am in my head, because yeah. it's been captured now on audio? Exactly. Okay. I'm talking about it. So. Okay. And yourself. Uh, let's see. This week was... What did we do this week? Yeah. You know what? Uh, we had lots of family over. Um, so um, we hosted Christmas, which was super fun. It was great yeah. to have everyone there. Uh, we also had uh, Laura's sister, Emily, here. Slim Jim? Uh, Slim Jim? I'm going to pass on the Slim Jim. Okay, I'm going to hold on to that. Good. Go ahead. All right. Uh, yeah. Sorry, but, go on. So, I mean, what was neat was all the kids kind of had a better dynamic than they normally would because you've got guests, right? Yeah. So they could kind of gravitate towards who uh, they wanted to play with. And everyone did, like, exceptionally well. Like, they yeah. did a really, really good job of just kind of hanging out. Yeah. The one thing we're really noticing, though, is, uh, like, we got, a, like, a phone for Christmas. Yeah. And so she has not literally taken her hand off of it for probably <laughs> three or four days now like there's a burned in grips from where she yeah. just clutches it um and so like we really need to think through for all the kids some device there. so yeah sorry and i'll say this i don't yeah. mean to interrupt but jules found my wife jules found a um an app that went on to indiana's phone that we control the time. It's through Family Link. Yes, we've heard about this. Yeah. We actually talked about this last night. So we're going to set it up so that those things, um, everyone's devices. So two things I want to make sure we're instituting. One, yeah. no devices at the separate table. That yeah. for me is like family time. We want everyone to be conversing. And we're as guilty of it as anyone. So I'm not pointing any fingers. But hey, that's one. Two, we actually went out with one of uh, Ree's friend's parents last night for a couple hours at a pub, which was really nice. Uh, but they're also like, look, 8 o'clock at our house. All the devices come back to us. We don't get them back yeah. until the next morning. I'm like, that's actually really good. So I think we're going to have a lot more of kind of an instituted policy. <laughs> Lastly, um, Scarlett's device isn't working right now. Oh, no. Which is like the worst. Like, it won't <laughs> charge. But Bree's got two devices. And so she'll oh, just yeah. move from one device once it's out of charge to the other device where it's full of charge. And just like, ha ah. So yeah. I think I'm going to have to do like a device intervention. Because truthfully, the device that uh, Bree's using right now is uh, Julian's old device. Uh, and now he's got a phone, he doesn't really care anymore, but he gave away his iPad or his, his tablet while um, while Breeze was broken. So it was super nice, but I'm like, okay, well, this is actually really good because now Scarlett's isn't working, so you can take that same device, then we move it to the next. But I feel like it's going to turn into a shit show. So anyway, technology, devices, that's going to be the new sort of 2023 me oh, yeah. as a bugaboo to, yeah. to go through. A device war. And it is a war. A war. And we have, well, we have a guest here we do, today, we do. So was, but who, who I'm sure is feeling this. I see a lot of like, uh, yeah, <laughs> a lot of nods of ascension. <laughs> well, I think it's like, it's such a yeah. great bonus to have devices around because it kind of occupies the kids. But yeah. conversely, you create your own monsters. So, I mean, once you're trying to take it away or try to regulate it, then suddenly it's like injustice all around. So, yeah. Anyway. Uh, we are delighted to have back our third brother. Yes. Uh, great to have Chad the Fletch Fletcher back. And uh, welcome. How things uh, been for you? Good. Yeah. No. Uh, happy to be back. Thanks for having me. And uh, yeah. No. It's been good. Uh, yeah. I mean, just hear you guys talk about like, especially the devices, like tablets. Again, like you said, they are both a blessing and a curse because oh, they yes. will buy you five minutes when you really need five yeah. minutes. But yep. then the one thing that we got, I um, 
I think it was for a trip back to the folks in Kelowna, bought like wireless headphones. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Right? Like over ear, noise canceling, hoping that's gonna yeah. help with the fight and everything. Voice canceling too. They're the muzzle. Well that well the, <laughs> the, the Hannibal Lecter is no that's the new air ones from uh, Dyson. But anyway, that digress. The so it's good because, A, it also means I don't have to listen to a, like, sound battle between Coco Melon and, like, Peppa the Pig or, or yeah. Flippy or whatever. Yeah. But it also means they don't hear you. So I'm pretty sure my neighbors are, like, getting ready to speed dial social services because I'm, like, screaming at my kids For yeah, sure. to get their attention because they get, like, so zoned in. And it blows my mind. And then they'll also just look up at me. And yell because they've got headphones on, so yeah. they're yelling because they can't yeah. hear themselves. Their demand, right? So it's yeah. just like, okay, and I'm just like, <laughs> I just do the visual like headphones off because we're not going to have this conversation <laughs> at full volume because I'm going to be like, first of all, where the hell is the police? Yeah, <laughs> you know, I'm like, so I hear you. The, but the uh, swearing has ramped up. You're able to to drop some f bombs a little no, more now that they've got the headphones. No, on. no, oh, okay. that's just still, still shouldn't. They, it's amazing because they <laughs> they'll hear each and every one of those. Oh yeah, they won't hear the hell. Where's my please? Yeah, like, uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, anyway. yeah. But uh, <laughs> yeah, so uh, yeah, I hear you. Uh, the technology thing. Oh yeah, it's. Um, but at the same time, yeah, it is a curse because as soon as like one fails or the batteries die, like yeah. I have a I have a portable power bank yeah yeah fully charged on standby just to jack in <laughs> to try and avoid that little meltdown because it's yeah. always like right before bed too right like yeah, if anything goes sideways it's 30 minutes before bed and yeah. so like oh fuck you're toast yeah. right uh, like it's you're fighting your way into bed and oh. the bed cycle's horrible now they're not going anyway yeah Anywho, Anywho, great to be here and, uh, <laughs> have an excuse to come visit you guys in the lovely, lovely area of St. Albert. Yeah. So we did sort of a novel thing this year and yeah. we decided to use the rental house that I'm working on uh, mm. to be a base camp yep. for us to kind of have like a boys weekend. Yes. Ooh, and yeah. while it was like partially disasterized. Uh, 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 it's pretty good. No, but I mean. It's fine. It's no, fine. Just no, Laura listen to us. No, Laura does not listen to us. <laughs> but Uncle Monkey does. Mm. Uh, and so we wanted to say uh, Katie had her baby. Uh, my uh, wife's cousin had her baby on the weekend, yeah. so there was a little bit of improv that happened. Yeah. But it all managed to come together in the end. Yeah. So, hooray. We were able uh, to, yeah, watch a movie and that's uh, prep for this. And what Wait, movie did we watch, Chad Fletcher? We yeah. watched Die Hard. Yes, uh, the greatest Easter movie ever. Uh, Christmas. Well, Easter lands. <laughs> no, yes. no, it's the birthplace of Easter eggs. Oh, that's it. In every other uh, movie following. But uh, yeah, yeah. we watched Die Hard, which, again, I do believe is the best Christmas movie ever. It is. It, it Not only is it the, one of the best Christmas movies, it's one of the best movies. Like, yeah. it is It is high up there. Uh, it, it, it ekes towards that perfect movie. Oh, it does. I yeah. know. Idea. I, uh, yeah. E easily one of the best action movies. Yeah. Like, just thinking about all the novel characters who kind of came out of this, right? Like, so oh, you're thinking yeah. about Bruce Willis. He's just coming off of Moonlighting. He's a relatively yeah. unknown guy. Um, certainly not the first choice for this role. No. But you know what? He oh. absolutely owned it. Oh. Um, and because he was so kind of like gallant and like he's already really self-deprecating, like in a way that, you know, you don't yeah. really see. Yeah. Yeah. He was such a good character in this, right? Like he was the, I mean, there's so many ties. Like he, he. You could tell he was a New they could have never mentioned he was a New York cop and you would know yeah, he was 100%. a New York cop for sure. Just yeah. because they brought in all of those kind of parallels uh throughout the story. Um but also yeah, like he he was trying to be that arrogant 
but then like especially in his relationship with his let's say estranged wife yeah yeah like he was beating himself up yeah. for like picking a fight anyway totally but habit right like yeah and that's the beauty thing is the little cracks in his his kind of machismo armor yeah. and he's still like of that era it was all about 100%. testosterone the, yeah. the, the, the sure. barney the, and, the face right like you are alone and yeah yeah exactly yeah. But uh, I also want to talk about Rickman because I feel yeah. like that was such a great introduction too. Like, so Alan Rickman oh, plays Hans Gruber. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, there's a guy I've never seen before. I think this is one of his first actual film films. Yeah. Uh, other than some, maybe some oh, British stuff that he might have done. Such a great villain. Oh, yeah. But awesome villain. Like, probably one of the greatest villains uh, in movie history. I yeah. Would, I would suggest to you. And yeah. it's so fun to watch. Incredibly oh, yeah. human as well. Yeah. So, a lot of great stuff coming out of this film. Uh, yeah. We've got to do a synopsis, though. So, sure. always the guest gets to take on hey, this role, yeah. but you're going to have lots of support. And we're going to go yeah. all over the fucking map. Also, I thought about what this is my parallel to. What's Oh! So, as it turns out, Die Hard could maybe be my parallel to Wrath of Khan. Oh! Oh, oh let's explore this. Uh, let's I, don't, I, don't know, I don't know how much we could take this out. Okay. I don't want to shoehorn so, a theory. No, However, no, you've got a classic kind of uh, mono mm. mono. Um, yeah. Perk versus Khan. Gruber versus... Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, good old McLean. McLean. But, and they don't actually see each other for the majority of the movie. Correct. Which is interesting. Much like that happens in the film. That's right. So, yeah, And it's interesting, because yeah. I was thinking about on the Christmas theme, I was wondering mm. how much you could parallel Hans to the Grinch. And maybe Whoville <laughs> wasn't just nothing but, like, sweet people. Oh, yeah. This is where, you know, the Grinch was interrupted, mean, you know, while trying to take the Christmas spirit from Nakatomi Plaza. That's true. And, and that are there, is... who's the Japanese? <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of snow in that building. Yeah, let's go. Let's go. Yeah. 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 Always snow in Miami. Um, the, uh, anyway, so yeah, okay. So the synopsis yeah. is. Okay. Um, sorry. I'm so sorry, Chad. But How much time does he have? Well, you know what? The viewers demand that we keep this tight. Right? A tight five? A tight five, Chad. All right? Okay. You have five minutes starting. Let me just put on my commando watch. It's going to do that the entire time. I'm so Perfect. sorry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Much like that. <laughs> Definitely keep it short. Uh, okay. Is this command on the victory? I think so. Get it? Ooh, that is good. Anyway. Uh, okay, Parallels. so synopsis is the um, uh, this John McClane, our, yeah. our hero, yeah. uh, is go, flying out to the West Coast. He's a cop from New York. He's flying out yep. to L.A. Mm-hmm. to go have Christmas with his <clears throat> estranged wife and family. Right. Uh, so the story is his wife had moved with a job out to the West Coast. The job yep. turned into a phenomenal career mm-hmm. uh, and, and is doing that. So he is going to visit and you get the sense that there is some tension around this. There's uncertainty about where he's going to stay. Definitely. Uh, anyway, the uh, Nakatomi Plaza, the, the corporation that has it, had a great year. Before Sorry. we get too far in, I want to say, like, I really love the fact that it was Holly Gennaro's job that is kind of like... So like, just... Well, she's being highlighted. To, to be clear, yep. uh, his talk time doesn't come out of my five minutes. No, right? no, okay, no, no, good. Oh, no, no, no. I stopped <laughs> the clock. So, so let's yeah, yeah, yeah. When we yeah. see five minutes, we're being facetious. Yeah, I know, when we, I know. When we did synopsis, we're going all over the place. I know the last one was an hour. But, uh, <laughs> so um, I have to say, though, sorry, but, quickly as well, on the airplane oh. is uh, A, him checking out the stewardess. Right. Like he's yeah. a horn dog. He is a horn dog. McLean. Well, he's, uh, we don't know how long they've been separated. This is true. We have to right? be, yeah, just like, be this dry. I want to yeah. say at least a year. Yeah. They closed Escrow yeah. on a home. So she's yeah. got her own place in LA. Yeah. So she's got her own life. Things are going on. So he's probably been waiting for her this whole time. Oh, yeah. And you can tell by the amount of estrangement that, you know, it's not, it's not been short. It's not like this no, is a couple no. months. Yeah. He's this has been happening up. for a while and he's yeah. probably really frustrated, right? Yeah. yeah. So, uh, and actually on the, on the, on the plane thing, one of the questions I had, and I didn't look into it was what was first Top Gun or Die Hard? Because like, 
the airliner landing is like the same same cinematics and everything as Top Gun. So I don't know which started it, but that is also Mm. of that era. Yeah. Airliner landing with that kind of like sunset or that that orange sky behind. Like you see that in so many, right? It is a state. Like that's a big piece for that era. So Chet, something yeah. he meets someone on the plane that is actually instrumental to things that happen right. to him. So, and, and who's ever done this? Has anyone actually gone back to your hotel room, taken off your socks, and made fists with your feet? Yes, I have too. I yes, have that guy had like the smallest part, but he had such an influential, like kind of uh, yeah. cultural change. Because I think people were like, "Huh, okay, yeah. let's give it a go." So what? What, what so, is this situation? So the guy right beside him notices that uh, John is not a great flyer. Right. Uh, clearly is is kind of stressed and you know just showing all the signs of somebody that's nervous at flying and and just you know the um, single serving friend that's sitting beside him. <laughs> little uh, fight club. Yeah. Yes. Uh, nice. You know, he pulls out yeah. the like make fists with your toes oh, when God. you get to where you're going. Was make... he sitting next to Tyler Dirk? No. Oh, did that guy even exist? No, uh, just at him like, uh, <laughs> no too early. No, too early. Uh, but uh, yeah, yeah. So when, you're right. This is a, a very important piece, and the guy's like, you know, when John shoots him, the the skeptical look is like, relax. I've been doing this for like ten years, and then as John's leaving, there's a shot of him with the piece under yeah. his arm. Again, part of the era of this thing being shot because right. like that doesn't happen. But anyway, the guys, and then he's like, "Relax, I'm a cop. I've been doing it for 15 years, right?" Like, yeah, throws down the one up. Anyway, grabs his massive stuffed teddy bear, gets a you know look from the uh, stewardess, which is a nice actually touch point into what Backhart Two is. I feel like they're both thinking about teddies in that scene, but yeah. different kinds, <laughs> different, different, different reasons. Uh, yeah. A little bit more lacy. Yeah, <laughs> maybe. Um, yeah, doesn't teddy bear need a date? The uh, <laughs> From the, the driver. The uh, anyway, so <laughs> so they get hooked up, Argyle, and this is uh, another well, important character that gets uh, picked up at the airport with yeah. uh, the whole McLean sign, right? Um, which you know is is brought by the company, and this company is is wealthy, right? So oh, this yeah. is this is an early kind of key into this scale and the wealth of yes. this company yes. that they you know sent a car, and so and it's funny because John clearly not used to this quality of life. The next shot, he's riding up front. front. Right? <laughs> yeah. I gotta say, some of my favorite Christmas carols just blaring through. So, best Christmas song ever. Christmas yeah, maybe. Yes, I do like that song. I love it, that it's song. A, it's such yeah. a great song. And so, it, very it, special it, Christmas. Whenever that CD comes up, or whenever yeah. that playlist comes up on, the I was like, it's like an awesome song. Yeah, right? it is, and it's and it's great. And this is where I think it also brings a nice parallel to the fact this is a Christmas. This is a Christmas movie. Yep. Yeah. But it's not Christmas with a bunch of freaking horses, sleighs, oh. and fucking Wisconsin nah. and you know, deep snowdrifts. Like yeah. it is, it is a West Coast Christmas. Yeah. It's like a hip hop, hip hop rap theme going on, right? There is, you know, there's there's a couple of like lights hanging around. There's like some hints of Christmas decorations. It's not your mama's like... Christmas, but it's not. It's yeah. not like yeah, like the 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 Hallmark Christmas story that has. Yeah all of the mistletoe and all that kind of jazz. So back to the progressive nature yeah. of this film. So again, what I was trying to get at before about Holly is she's someone who's been elevated, right? Like yeah. normally like, um, you know, historically in Christmas movies, like the females are maybe more security and they're the homemakers are doing other stuff. They're actually like really progressive about like race in this. They're really progressive about gender, like, gender roles. 100%. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's just cool. Like it, it actually played out in a lot of different ways about how much, um, even though it was like kind of a shoot 'em up movie at the end, 
Mm-hmm. They had a lot of really quality backstory. Well, and especially for the era. Like, you talked about this with the comparing it to the last movie we talked about, which was Flash, and how it had, like, just basically was a, yeah. a walkthrough of all of the old gender and uh, race stereotypes totally. and ethnic stereotypes. This one actually... Yeah, shows has a mm-hmm. strong woman yes. in a you know strong career, right? Like super successful, seen as a leader within, yeah. recognized as such. Like that is way beyond, like way before its time, right? In, in terms of corporate culture, yeah. mm-hmm. um, so that's good. And there is a multicultural aspect to it, but they're all really well represented, right? Like it's it's okay because it is you know we live in a multicultural society. Yeah. People. Have you know different roles, different cultures, different history, but they they touched on it, but not in a way that it was derogatory. They actually, you know, they talked about the the Japanese culture was was a thing, and this is the whole thing about the name, right? Yeah. Why Gennaro versus Plain yeah. was because you know the old school kind of mentality, but even that wasn't presented as a as a you know a kick against the Japanese culture. It was just no, more no. of her being sensitive to that and respecting what she needed yeah. to portray for her career. She uses it as a justification when he questions it. Yeah. Which he's yeah. obviously taking as an affront because yeah. this goes back to the, at, at that time, the expectation that the, the wife takes the husband's name. Sure. Right? Yeah, like absolutely. That's a given. And he takes the, the takes moniker of, of Roy Rogers, Roy, you know, yeah. a traditional kind of man's man kind yeah. of idea. And that gets challenged a lot yeah. throughout. So that's interesting that he's struggling with it. I also and, think there's a pushback on the 80s too, because if you think about the character of Ellis, it's yes. Who's someone who kind of is that, like, cocaine doing, slimy salesman, like, always kind of, like, trying to push to be, like, you know, one of the status symbols. Like, oh, no, she had a Rolex. It's all these little things he tries to emulate. Yeah. She absolutely rejects all of that. Like, she is calm and collected. So, again, like, in terms of commentary, this is a pretty progressive film, all things made equal. Mm. It is. And actually, one of the things I did want to point out, like, why why Hans is such a great villain um, is is ties to that. Like, his name-dropping and his desperate seek of status mm, yeah. it's exactly the same as cocaine cowboy right yeah he's dropping a, it's a rolex like he's yeah. talking about the suit mm. that he's wearing like a, Phillips, a, yeah three yeah or whatever you know like he like so it does really reinforce that like 80s douchebag perspective right oh, like yeah. like coke big about yeah it's about what you wear more mm. than what you do which is like an interesting foil to john mcclain heavy heather holly Gennaro. yeah Mm-hmm. And like, yeah, like they're just this, you know, this couple trying to figure it out. They're dealing with all kinds of, you know, life challenges, right? Yeah. Like the struggles mm-hmm. with the careers. He's been a cop forever. Her job's, you know, porting. You know, I can see how that would apply stress on any family. And they're right. trying to do this, take care of the kids. The kids were, I think, well managed in that they they played a pivotal role, but not a. They weren't used as weapons. Yeah, they, well... Uh, kind, of. kind of. Like, Thornburg I, sort of uses them as yeah. weapons well, of sorts. Thornburg like, like, but, but, doesn't do it. Like, but the relationship between John and Holly, they're not they're not using the kids as... Oh, against each other. Yeah, against yeah. each other. No, no, no. They yeah. have a united front on them. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah, and it, it is interesting because, again, like, he is... Uh, Thornburg is probably one of the biggest assholes. Like, there are, there are, oh. there's a number of them in this. Oh, yeah. But, like, he's he's easily the slimiest... Dirtiest, yeah, self-driving, he's a classic asshole. But he does is. It, he's also that Ghostbusters guy who just shut down the grid. Like yeah. he's he is a class hole, like a yeah. classic asshole. He's, yeah. he's a all class of these hole. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he he yeah, he's great at that role. So oh, no, okay, does. anyway, so we're back to Argyle. We yeah. were traveling yeah. in the limo yeah. to where? so so we're going to Nakatomi Plaza. It's this brand new, still under construction, yeah. skyscraper that. Oh, yeah. uh, 
Kikitomi? No, Nakatomi Corporation. Yep. Yes. Um, owns, right? And oh, yeah. so this is where the Christmas party is for the company. Yep. So yep. John's been invited to that. So he's going there to meet up with Holly and then take it out. Argyle, the very courteous driver who's on his first day, realizes, you know, through this conversation they had, because John's again sitting up front, they're just oh, yeah. getting to know each other, yep. the, the teddy bears riding in the back like it, the king. Is he one of those guys that rides up front in cabs, John? Probably. That is so annoying. Well, I think... No, no, I, I think if you're That's a cat I think space. if you're a cop, you just inherently don't get in the backseat because you know what happens in backseats. Oh, that could be. So that could be actually. Could be. Yeah. Like you just you've never ridden in yeah. the backseat of a car. He doesn't also do feel like backseat. he's yeah. so out of sorts in all of this, right? Like he's uncertain about so many things. I think yeah. he's just looking for a personal connection with anyone. And when Argo like is very much um he's really personable and I yeah. think he really is yeah. very inviting and also incredibly perceptive. Yeah. Like the more time that he spends with Argyle, Argyle catches on very quickly that things are a strain. They yeah. offer him like a solution in case he doesn't have a place to stay. Like, exactly. Argyle's a pretty cool dude. And he used to be a captor. That's right. So he's, ah, yeah, that's that, right. You know, this is, he, he's, he's elevated right. up and yeah, it lies to his boss that he's driving him out to Vegas. So, yeah. Good. But, uh, so yeah, they, um, Argyle takes him to the tower, but stays at the tower, takes him down to the, the car down to the parkade, ends yep. up, you know, you know, having some drinks and hanging out and partying in the back of the limo by himself, which, bad respect. Uh, <laughs> while John goes up to this party to to have this this meeting. And I think, I feel somewhat bad for both of them because, like, for John, that would be an incredibly difficult space if oh. this is the first personal reconnect with Holly. Yeah. She is surrounded by peers. She's great. Right. 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 Yeah. Like, and this yeah. is her like sweet ass office in this brand mm -hmm. new tower with a boss that's giving glowing reviews. Everybody, you yeah. know, and he's got to come into this space and that is where they're at. And I feel for him there. And I think that might be, you see again, some of the strains in that relationship and they, that machismo he's projecting that leads to a bit of a fight. Of course. Yeah. Which is also where we come back to the fist with your toes. Yeah. Because he's challenging himself. Like, I love that his character calls himself out for, like, what the hell, John? Like, yeah. you know, yeah. come on. Like, he didn't, you know, he didn't land waiting for a fight. No. Right? I think he just got kind of penned in and he felt challenged and he reacted and then he got mad about it. Yeah. Which I That's a great totally reaction. Like, From the very start of the film, he's been out of sorts. He's yeah. out of sorts because of the plane. He's out of sorts because yeah. of the yeah. He doesn't like to fly. You know yeah. what? Exactly. So, so he's trying to find his center again. You're right. Yeah. This is where the like so he, with the feet. So well, he reaches out and tries something new, right? right. Like yeah. I'm gonna do this thing. So he, he does before this. that. Before that though, we get to meet uh Nakatomi as a boss. Yep. He seems like a good guy, respects Holly. Um, you know, he makes a little joke and stuff like that. And, and so Already, we're world building. We get to like, oh, like he's a boss, but he's he seems cool. He's got a sense yeah. of humor, uh, respects traditional Japanese values, but also um, understands sort of Western way of working. They build a lot in that short thing, that interaction with John. Yeah. But we also get to meet who? Yeah. Because he's doing cocaine in, uh, in Holly's, fucking Holly's office. office. That come in, yeah. What is it about Holly's office where everyone either humps or is doing blow? I think it's just like, it's the closest one to the party. Like, it must be. Because like, I think it's, it's, well, but it is. So it kind of sold like that. But then when they're doing yeah. the whole, when they, the villains are checking the offices, pulling it out. Yep. Like it was down the hall, so mm. I don't, I don't know. Maybe it was because it was down the hall. Yeah. People thought it was, but Safer. it is. Like, it's again, got the it's, best it's view it's for a coke. Big ass office. It with is. its own bathroom. So a lot of Yeah, no, there's. It lots does of... not have its own bathroom because she makes a comment. 
that she wants Ellis's office because it's got oh. its own bathroom. So wait a minute. So when he is getting ready, no. though, he is in someone's office, and I thought it would be Holly. It's Holly's office. She has with a key, the bathroom. He has a key to the private bathroom. Oh, not that, it's not that he doesn't. She doesn't have her own bathroom. She just is so into like corporate life that wow. she wants a bigger bathroom. Okay. She yes, wants, yeah, I she think you're right. I think you're the right. executive. That's right. But yeah. we get to see her as a, as a, an executive as well, and she looks after her assistant who is pregnant. Yeah. Uh, by giving her booze. Okay. Yeah, and, uh, oh, oh, yeah that was oh, that was yeah. that was the yeah that was not a not one of the better marks yeah. for that. Yeah, well, but people, but but Holly I, is I respected it. in yeah. there, and again, like we yeah. get a sense of her. So so and I want to ask you. She's 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 running around tidying up yeah. paperwork. Yeah. yeah. Right. Well, everybody else is raging out in the uh, the main area. Okay. So I ask you: Is inviting John to that party a power move? One hundred percent, it is. No, I I hmm. she could have met him at home. She could have just said, "Hey, look." Why don't you go to the house? Well, it might have relax, been, take it, it easy. It yeah. might have been timing based on flights. No, could have no, been. I honestly, I think with everything that she limo. does. So I was yeah. going to say, so it's limousine. You yeah. meet the president of the company. You're in a brand new building. You get to see my big office. You get to hear all the stuff. Like you get to see why I moved out. Precisely. Here. Yeah, why? Yeah, I it could be her setting setting the stage to justify so. what she's done. And and I mean and uh, yeah, Argyle even calls it out, right? Like she you had her to come crawling back. You know, yeah, yeah. And he's kind of like. Catch on quick, Ariel. Yeah, like, you won't right. admit it, but I mean, again, yeah. at least he's like, yeah. So I think for sure, it's it, it, you're right. Yeah. Could have been that. Um, but I feel like she's also about to ask him to come to LA. Like I think that again, part of the sales job of saying this is everything that we could have here as a couple. Yeah, come out. Like see what well, maybe could yeah be here for you. Yeah, yeah, and and I think yeah, and that yeah, she is well respected and she is doing well. I mean, again, yeah. So it is. It is an interesting. Same way again, like there's so much, they bring so much dynamic into the relationship yeah. mm-hmm. in, in a very brief amount of yeah, time. Yeah. Like it's, you know, to your comments about being the best film, like it is well-crafted, oh, uh, yeah. well-written, yep. um, good little touch points as things are going. Yeah. Uh, but to, to the core of the, the story, um, this party and this time, and you know, holidays, mm-hmm. it's smart, yep. uh, has been targeted by a band of thieves. That's right. Uh, yeah. they're there to rob Nakatomi Corporation, mm-hmm. uh, for as it would be revealed later, hundreds of millions of dollars. Um, Barabonds. in Barabonds, yeah. um, which again, I thought was like clever, well done, and but they again. Hans, great villain, portrays it as this hostage-taking oh, act yeah. of terrorism, which is again super topical for the time too. Well, like still, right? Playing like, on everyone's like you know kind of fears or the tropes of like you know if you're someone from another country and you're just holding people hostage, like obviously you've got some sort of political agenda. Yeah, I think he actually like sort of throws a lot of people's perceptions in their faces yeah. incredibly well in this. Yeah. I love what he does in, yeah, in he, fooling everyone. So. The convoy comes, yeah, and heads down into the base. Yeah. Right, and there's and there are a couple of guards on the you know the the main floor. But again, this is you know feasibly it reads as almost Christmas Eve. I don't think right. they ever really yeah. nailed the date, but it feels yeah. like the tower is empty except for the people partying. Yeah, yeah. too lazy. Uh, you know, you know, not inattentive, but like two 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 security guys on the main floor that are just. Clocking out the ship, For right? Sure. Yeah. Um, anyway, up with and... poor man Timmy Lewis. Yeah. Oh yeah. Who is? Uh, let's we're, see if we can find him. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, but yeah. So the 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 this this uh, team of thieves move with, and this is an interesting tie, and carries forward through the rest of the diehards, especially into two and three. Mm-hmm. Military execution level. Yeah. Of a plant, right? Like they are, they are well 
trained yep. Yep. and execute this like they are SEAL Team 6 or Delta Force, yeah. right? And like what they I are... the kind of casual nature of it, though, too. Like, you know, Theo's got that dialogue oh, that he's ooh. doing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, for them, this thing is all executed there, cool as cucumbers. Oh, like, yeah. you know, like, not anything can go wrong with these guys it's... because they've got it mapped out right yeah. down to the nuts. Yeah, yeah. They, uh, the, uh, so, so yeah, they, they take over quickly, take yeah. control of the building. Yep. So efficient. And, mm. and I do love, this is another one of the earliest movies I can think of where taking over the tech was a linchpin piece yeah. in terms of this, right? Yeah. Like, it, you know, it's a long way to swordfish, but, like, at the same time, it really <laughs> brings tech, and a tech dude yeah. now was, uh, again, interesting in that had glasses, so that was uh, obviously tech. Sure. To the but nerd a badass, too. Of course, yeah. But a badass, right? And yeah. like, Well, this is the revenge of this nerd. Well, and, <laughs> and I love how he always brings up sports commentary. He does. Yeah. As a as a foil to that, like That's being the, the tech nerd guy. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, uh, but so yeah, this this team moves in, they take over the building, yep. uh, but they do it like as soon as they enter the party, they you know they go guns hot, uh, not killing people, but like firing into the air, yeah, and immediately yeah, creating exactly. panic, yeah. Yeah. and then yeah. seizing control of that space. Yeah. And this is where our John unfortunately gets caught with his shoes off. That's right. So right? Can I ask a question. Yeah. What would have happened in this film if John would have kept his shoes off? Well, they probably would have heard him in the stairwell or something. Uh, you know, it wouldn't have been as yeah. quiet. So I think, you know, other than the the fact that his feet are torn to shreds later, but right. clearly not that bad. He walked the he walked his way out of this building. He told right? Like so he got yeah. cut up. It wasn't pleasant when he like had to walk over glass. Oh, but you know, at the end of the day, um, I think, you know, a lot of him moved quietly and made him thought more, probably more thoughtful yeah. and careful about how he moved just because he knew he didn't have shoes. But yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah, gets caught with his shoes off, making fists in the carpet. So you're trying to make a parallel maybe to her not having the best eyes and needing glasses. Uh, may- maybe. Uh... <laughs> I've got the shoehorn. No, okay. Let's, uh, no, I guess yeah, no, I no, no, no. What Chad was going. Like, I think like, there's one thing about the way that he was where he seemed like he had a lot of bravado, right? Like, yeah. so yeah. he's overcompensating. Had he had been, like, at maximum capability and maximum strength, well, he would have gotten killed a lot earlier. That's yeah, probably thinking. a little less cautious. But they did. They made him as vulnerable as possible. I do. Although, I got to say, I love, like, the fact that he's, like, throwing down fist fights in the wife beater. Again, that oh, tie yeah. back to, like, pretty good. what is the quintessential view of, like, you know, New York... Husband, like, yeah, that's one of these days, yeah. One thing we noticed about this, too, as we were watching, is he's got an incredible understanding of military grade weaponry, like, he understands yeah. how to build bombs, he understands how to use like a lot of machine guns. Like, he, ha- uh, he, he has probably been... has military training in the past, he does, he has more skills than a regular cop would, yeah. And we, we taught it, yeah. yeah, we saw that throughout, like, it was yeah. interesting, like, and I, I figure he. Again, given the era, like he could have been like a uh, uh, Vietnam vet, yeah, right, yeah. and and like yeah, possibly segued into the police force, coming back, yeah, from being drafted and spending time in Nam, right? Definitely did something for sure. Like, definitely like, got like, that even training. just timeline yeah. wise, yeah. Like, that, that might would connect, right? Because that yeah. fifteen years back puts it early seventies, so yeah. he so, could have been early yeah. Nam. I just yeah. gotta think how old he was in this film. Like he must have been in what sort of mid thirties? Yeah, I think so. So, so fifteen years back, eighteen twenty, yeah, yeah, like drafted, so. he was in his teens, right? He goes, he goes, does a tour. Kids were earned like younger going into Nam, lying about their age. Yeah. Yeah, look at Lawrence Fishburne was 17 when he entered Nam. Oh, that was a movie. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but it uh, went to the shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, uh, anyway, it's, uh, he, he, you're right. He does show um, 
tactical sense. Yeah. Like he shows good cop sense yes. throughout yes. this. Like he's really good about information gathering and he is always trying to reach out for help. Like yeah, he doesn't go yeah. into this to try and be the hero. He is not commander. No. Right? Like he's not trying to single handed this thing. He is desperately trying to bring it out. And he starts That's with right. trying to bring the fire service to the table. <laughs> yeah. Right? That makes Al his way on Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Same level of chemistry. Yeah, uh, uh, but no, he, he does. You're right. He's like he's not he, there he's to like identify out. himself as. Yeah, yeah. I gotta say the the call with like the the emergency operator. Oh, on the, shit, lady. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sweet, right? Like I'm ordering a pizza. <laughs> <laughs> he is. He's really okay. Good. Yeah. Okay. So so they take over. He they escapes, start taking, He yes. escapes the party. That's right. And escapes capture. Yeah. Enter yeah. yeah. With everybody else, yeah. Everybody yeah. Comes in. What and an now, entrance! And now the plot yeah. of the 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 villainous plot starts yeah. to unfold. Mm-hmm. So they are there, and again, showing well coordinated, well executed. Oh, like yeah. they took control of the room fast. They all moved with precision. Be it John got you know through their net, yeah. if it were as it were, but um, you know captured all these people, took control of the situation, and uh, you know start to list out, and they are looking for. Um, the uh, the boss, uh, Takagi. Thank you. Bad names. Anyway, yeah. Uh, Takagi, and like they're going through his like vast resume, yeah. and they're going through the crowd, and he's looking at everybody trying to find him. So it was interesting because, like, they knew his CV. Like, yeah, cool. yeah. But you but see, Gruber consulted his notes at the beginning, though. Yeah, he's, he's literally no thought photo? about those stages. They. Yeah, well, that seems maybe a bit it's the era thing, right? No, no, but this is like tech hadn't brought Instagram to the table, so oh. maybe it was likely easier to get his CV. And I don't think people hadn't been popping photos of portraits on web pages no. that yeah. early. Either way, they know what they're doing. And again, this comes back to that. I wonder if this is a test of uh, Takagi's honor because he tests his honor multiple times. Yeah, true. so he's going around and seeing if he would be honorable enough. To stand, to stand up and, and uh, for his soldiers, like I think it was a test. That's yeah. my thoughts. And and it and, and it's interesting because Holly was sitting yeah. beside Takagi. Yeah. yeah, and I think she was holding him back. She was. Yeah, she, she was. was he wanted to do the right. Yeah, thing. Yeah, he wanted to do the right thing, and she's like, nope, 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 nope. Which yeah. you know is an interesting thing. Maybe you know being married to a cop for fifteen years or thirteen plus two. Uh, you know, she picked up a few things at the dinner yeah. table. Yeah, she has what instincts. you don't do, uh, and she does. She does actually incredibly well. Taking over, especially after Takagaki's killed, like removed from oh, the yeah. party and shot dead. And like, unless you want, you know, people peeing on, yeah. you know, peeing on the floor, like yeah. you better start running the bathrooms. We got a pregnant lady and blah, 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 blah. Were they like, watching Ellis's face when they were going through that history? Oh, yeah. He is sweating like a mother. <laughs> he is. He's just tweaking out. He is. That's actually one of my favorite parts to watch. Because uh, he just sort of like, he is bug-eyed as hell. It's exactly. awesome. He is. He yeah. is he is coked to the gills oh, and had yeah. no plan on dealing with any of this stress. Yeah. No. Uh, no, this and, was not his like warm breeze yeah. that he was thinking about with a fireplace no. with him and Holly. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, uh, warm breeze. It's uh, it's also it's like hot cheese. <laughs> the uh, the way they were able to take over the building and control external communication, I thought, was another oh, nod yeah. time, right? Where yeah. they. And this yeah. is where we start seeing some of the other dynamics within the yeah. the the thief crew. Yep. Um, where the brothers are arguing because the ones oh the yeah, and, really the ones like, and like so which brings a in a little playful element. Well, it though, brings yeah. in another like aspect of that. Like, so there's clearly a German Eastern European tie to yeah. this, right? And like they yeah. 
you know, anyway, and... Well, but then Carl, too, like, when his brother is killed, you really yeah. understand why he is so, like, like, bullying a child about wanting yeah. to get yeah. them to play. Yeah. yeah. I mean, obviously, there's a playful love, uh, like, an affection between brothers. Yeah. I wish yeah. I knew what that was like. I don't. Just yeah. cold, calculating. Yeah. So, so, uh, yeah. Interaction. Versus good evening, every morning. Christopher. Yeah. May today be yeah. his last day. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Um, so it was, but also I love that, like, there's a corded phone in every room. Yes. Right? Everywhere. Yeah. Bathroom. Yeah. There's a corded phone. Sure. Which, again, such a sign of the times. Gone. Oh, Everyone yeah. just has a cell phone. Like, you can't walk down. Like, somebody would have dialed 911 oh, and checked their phone in the planner. Somebody has a cell phone in their car. Right? Well, the phone car. Yeah, it's a car, car phone. phone. <laughs> yeah. um, and he was getting reception in the fucking garage in the 80s on a which car Which is also phone. why he's probably got cancer now. But <laughs> We can know. Oh. We can talk about the Deborah White. Tech, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> tech, tech problems later, but uh, um, a bit of a sloth and whatever. That's pretty good. Like, yeah, okay. And uh, it's interesting because I did also pick up watch on this watch through the the tattoo on John's arm, like where, yeah, the skull with the better that's roses. That's the one. And that and that's it. Like there, I mean, yes. And that's where I was thinking. Yes. That's probably the tie back to whatever squad. Sure. He's also got a massive scar. Is that Willis or is that McLean? That's a good question. I mean, I I've piece never... of scar. I didn't notice. Yeah. Yeah, because we've spent a lot of movies shirtless, but I've yeah. never noticed uh, like a scar on him before. So that's probably maybe a character. I'm going to say one of the other things I like about this, uh, and this is just me portraying, uh, portraying myself, but like John McClane's not built like Arnie. No. He's not built like Sly. No. He is not, like he is an average dude. Yeah. In decent health, but not like Right, right. No. Like he isn't sold again as that like superhero going to like walk no. in and take care of everything. He's no Thor. Yeah, he's just like a dude. Yeah, he still has action movie impenetrability though. Like I mean, yeah. you know, oh, yeah. he walks on glass and he still walks out of the building. He, yeah. you know, jumps off the side of a building, smashes through a window, and it's still like, you know, yeah, yeah. Off. But he doesn't oh, no. have to strike like in command. Yeah, like there's no like him ripping up a phone oh, booth and like putting it or <laughs> yeah, and he doesn't he doesn't have anything that is really a feat of strength. He has incredible yes. moments of courage, yeah, but no feats of strength. And I, I think that's and luck. I like that. Mm-hmm. I think it makes factor. him super approachable. Yep. Yeah. as the hero, right? Because he is everyday guy. That's it. Right. All right, but, Chad. You've got three more minutes. Right. Left. I was going to say we're we're running along. Anyway, so. <laughs> The um, yeah. So the the guys take over, and then from here, uh, John is finally able to, and it's through his finally getting on the airwaves after he yes. kills a couple of the bad guys, well, well, gets first, a radio, pulls a fire alarm, first, first, pulls first. a fire alarm. We we he, the first thing is is he sees he follows the group as they take Takagi into the boardroom. Right, right, right. and and, and then I love this because that's another test of Takagi's honor. Is Hans Gruber turns, or rather Theo turns the laptop towards, or yeah. a computer towards a uh, good old um, Takagi and says, "Like we just need your codes to uh, to get to steal this money." And and Takagi's like, "This is what this is all about. Yeah, money. What kind of terrorist are you? Yeah, yeah, and, and yeah. And he Who's doesn't even flinch when they are threatening his life. He's like, "I've already made peace. I know I'm going to die. Do your worst. Yeah. yeah. And he do- he doesn't flinch. No, he calls his bluff, and unfortunately, yeah. it wasn't a bluff. No, mm-hmm. which is a good segue. It also really sets the ground for Koki McGee's attempt at a yeah. race later. That's right. Where it's like Hans, Bobby. Yeah, what is <laughs> this? What's with the face? Radio. I'm oh, a method right. actor. Yeah, like, but, but Gruber effectively uses guns in this. Like when you yeah. think about the Takagi scene, 
he has a silencer on the gun initially, and he takes a moment to actually remove the silencer. Yeah, it's like, it very good. Because it's, it's well, an no, intimidation. he now controls it. Like, he, yeah. there's no more need for silence. And because yeah. in his his plan yeah. requires that the police are involved. That's right. right? Well, they are not trying to get get in and get out while nobody is the wiser. Yeah. Like, it is a, it is a mission-critical piece. But yeah. that is, a, like, that motion. How wonderful. And, and that, like, that sign of control. Yes. He was never rushed, right? Uh, until the end. Yeah. He was never rushed. He was never frazzled. He maintained solid control even when frustrated he yeah. adapted great he when did. he became confronted mclean oh yeah face oh, face. improv skills yeah right? Good, oh so no he plays those moments really well even yeah. though it has all been calculated out really well he yeah and it's just his faith in his plan he's a really good villain yeah, yeah. um but then that thing with ellis again i think yeah. you know the use of the gun is very much about like okay i'm like you said i'm in control yeah and this is my ability to sort of use so, it as a dramatic device well and, and it's interesting so he is like one of the things that to him, he is showing the same kind of honor as Takagi, or uh, Takagi. Thank you, um, because he is a man to his word. Yes, he is. Yep. Yeah. Right now, the question is: Ellis. Is would he have? <laughs> not Ellis. Not one word he has ever said has been like held up. To no, no. no. Yeah, no. he makes sales guys look so bad. He, uh, he has so much more. Class. Oh yeah. Yeah. He, uh, but yeah, it, it's interesting. Like, would he have killed him anyway? Like after that. Like, even if you had given him the codes, you think he would have been a man to his word and said He was that. already dead based on the plan of having everyone blow up on the ceiling anyway. So yeah. what's one more, like, if he can use him as a device or a tool to get something out of a claim, I think this well, is... Well, but I think in terms of crowd control, it yeah. would have behooved them to be able to, if they'd gotten the codes, send him back. Yeah. Right? Because that brings a sense of, hey, as long as we capitulate, we're going to get out of this one alive. This like, it would have at least hey? kept the sheep calm yeah. before you, like, even though you're, to your point, like, no, you're all going to the grinder, mm -hmm. but yeah. you don't tell them you're taking them to the grinder, right? No. Like, you you want them yeah. calm, complacent, understanding, hey, we're not here for you, yeah. but if you listen to us, you will be fine, you know, mm. but they don't sit, they, they immediately <laughs> cause problems for themselves by, boom. I think, think there's a value in either way, right? Like, so it does show it does show back, we yeah. will kill, That's we will it. kill, and and no one is above being killed, right? Like, no, so yeah. if, you, if you start at the top of the yeah. order, what does your life mean, peon? Mm. So I think it also could get capitulation either way. Both yeah. can have a value. Yeah. The um, yeah. Okay. So so McLean witnesses this. Yep. He freaks out and he heads up then to the um under, under the, construction. Yeah, exactly. Area and and yeah. and so he um, but he is found, right? Like he is he is. Does he do the the fire extinguisher first? Because I think that's when he's panicking. He's like, right. what the fuck do I do? And yeah. I think that's when no, he no, does so that. No, so he does that. Yeah. Um, so he he gets out of the boardroom, yep. right, after yep. a gun battle. Yep. Because he makes noise out of the shock of seeing the, the shot. Uh, makes a noise. They chase him out of that room. Yep. Uh, but he gets away. And yep. then they do find where he went to um, because he uses the fire that's alarm, right. that's the right. lighter on the fire alarm. Yeah. So the fire alarm is flashing the floor. Fire, fire people are coming, but they yeah. want to get a contingency for this. So they sort of are able to take 911, wave them off. Yeah. And they then... just, and they use like the under construction yeah. fault in the system, you know, and there is no visible flames. Right. No, so like right. even Huey the Lewis truck... gives them the news. Yeah. That's that's right. it's not news. He's it's doing it all fun. for his baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so they gets them to go back in time. Yeah. So they send, send a couple up to go kill him on this floor. Right. Yeah. Uh, and take care of this problem. Right, Carl's brother shows up, and this is where he gets a walkie-talkie. It is, but I also like that John didn't start the fight. Right, the fight came to him. Oh, and like the disingenuous brother, right? He was like, "I'm not going to harm you." Yeah, yeah. So he didn't shoot first. Like he's not Han Solo here, right? Like again, like he's not 
trying. That's cop instincts, yeah, right? Yeah, of course. Yeah. He's trying to get take care of things. Yeah, as easily as possible. Bring in the the professionals, right? Bring yeah. in the help needed. Doesn't pick the fight. Ends up the fight, but he finishes the fights. Um, yeah, the uh, <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's interesting that whole scene. Yeah, I'm not going to hurt you. And yeah, it sprays bullets. The oh, you notice this too though. Like he mentions, like you know, you won't hurt me because you're a cop. How did he know that he was a cop? Because that information yeah, really doesn't yeah. show up until later on. But he actually mentions it early, so I'm wondering if this part of it might have been filmed out of sequence, or if there was more that happened somewhere else. There is a bunch of deleted scenes, like when um, we'll get to it. When when Hans uh, and, oh, okay. and McLean actually meet, and Hans pretends to be Clay. Yeah, yeah. There's actually a scene before that that cements why McLean is so suspicious of of Hans. There's actually something there. Okay. That okay. they removed. Anyway, right. we'll I can't to... remember, but anyway. yeah. Um. Anyway, so so him and the brother are fighting. They end up down the stairwell. Yeah. Do, 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 do. And, oh, brothers. Ah, yeah. They're the next snaps. They're the next snaps. But now, a few important things. He gets a radio, which yeah. is which is critical for a bunch of things. 100%. Uh, but also gets um, some explosives. Yeah. And gets the detonators. That's correct. It, right? Yeah. So the detonators that are key to the grand plan of blowing right. the roof up yeah. as the smoke screen to escape. Yeah. Um, he now, so he gets like a... You know, he gets a major chase piece with this, right? Like Correct. he basically takes yes. the queen off the board oh. and puts Hans into it. Like he was willing to just seal him up there, like yeah. lock him on the floor. Who cares? So, like we need the cops anyway. Bring them. Yeah. But when we want them, like just isolate the problem. He's all yes. about just control the problem and yeah. like like as long as it muck with the plant. But now it mucks with the plant, and so this forces uh, them to shift the plan. And this is the, yeah. the first time. They start having a shift, and John yeah. does a great job of unwind, like un unwinding yeah. a bunch of their plan as it goes. What else does he get from that brother? Uh, this the gun. I mean, what gun? Sorry, uh, MP5. No, sorry, but what would you say that gun would be called? A submachine gun. A no, well, sort of, but just a shorten that a machine gun. Ho ho ho! Got it. Oh, got it. Okay, because he writes it on the sweatshirt. Right. Now, now I have a machine gun. Right. Ho, 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 ho. Okay. I, I would also uh, suggest that this is where John. So I'm, yeah, I'm going to go upstairs. Uh, yeah. So, uh, uh, so John changes here, though, too, right? Because yeah. we've talked about him sort of being reactive almost this whole time and not wanting to leave. Well, they, a lot of they've things. also put all the cards on the table. Like, but that's there is, it. They're, yeah. they're, they're murderers. They are murderers through and through. They murdered a guy in cold blood, yes. right? That they didn't have to. They even admitted they didn't have to, but they, yeah. they did anyway. The brother that was clearly not doing anything but there to kill him yeah uh he's not bringing it back to the group right like he opens with bullets right so yeah but i think he's gone from cough now to military yeah like i think he's sort of yeah. away from using his instincts to sort of evaluate a situation to maybe taking a more proactive role and being strategic well and i wonder how much of this is the strange wife being one of the captains is weighing oh, on him about that's the driver like how yeah. he is getting For her out right because yeah. then this is probably why he didn't just i think it you know he portrayed enough skills he could have just exited the damn building yes if he had wanted to, he at least made it down to Argyle and then realized everything was locked down. Right. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, like, I feel true. like yeah, he's never he going never, down. He's always going He down. never tries to mm. leave. Yeah. He tries to end the situation, but he never yeah. tries to flee. That's right. And uh, he does an amazing move. I love this move when he, when they first discover what's his face, uh, the brother, the dead brother with the mm. blood writing yeah. is that McLean's on the top of the, the elevator. Taking and he's names. still yeah. taking, and this, names. Is, and this yeah. goes back to like the, the cop, like he is, 
He is running a head count to know exactly who's there. He's tracking names. Like he is gathering intel yes. and he is using every situation to do so. And again, this plays back to like, I don't think that's NYPD training. No, no, this is military. Right? Like that is clearly. So his shift into um, yeah. a military frame of mind. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, I, I think once you get your hands on a fully automatic weapon, I think that's just, it just happens. It's funny when I got my hands on a submachine gun, it didn't. Uh, I, I didn't of... have that instinct. It, uh, I wet myself. Okay. I was going to say, I have questions and concerns. Right now. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, it was, um, uh, Craigslist. Ooh. Anyway. Um, so he, um, yeah, he, he's now he's got an idea about how many, uh, antagonists he has. He heads up, uh, or rather the elevator launches him up even higher. Uh, and he, is, he manages to get, uh, into, where does he go from there? After he's just announced that uh, he's got a machine gun, that he's grabbing some intel. Well, they have to tell Carl now because his brother. Oh is yeah, dead. so, so they, they tell to... Carl his yeah. brother is dead. That's it. So they pull him in there. Carl has a jazz freakout, uh, <laughs> and then he's a dancer. That's it. He's a dancer. <laughs> um, and then they decide like he he wants revenge, but yeah, he's, I want blood. He has to pull him back a little bit. Yeah, yeah. They're, and they're this hurting. is again where it's yeah. just contained yeah. until he realizes the detonators. Yes. Your brother had the detonators too. And it's like, oh crap. So then this is what lets Hans off the leash mm -hmm. to to go chase him, right? And so there's the uh Well McLean's gonna reach out now. He's gonna try to call the police because he's yeah, got the radio. He's gonna walk so he's out the radio, yep. right? Yeah. And so he's he's calling the cops. <laughs> yeah, and this is where she's like, uh, this is an official emergency channel, you shouldn't be <laughs> that's when that all starts up. <laughs> I, and like I love how he just kind of comes a little unglued. Oh right? yeah. Like, just but, like yeah. People are dying. I've yeah. been shot at. I've had to kill multiple people. I mean, so multiple good. people have died, but yeah. yeah. But this yeah. is where we also decide to bring in one of the most important characters in the film. Yeah. And this is a, there's a call out from 911 dispatch to Sergeant Al Powell. That's right. Oh, I was going to say also, this is where um, the news reporter finally clues in because they're listening to the police channel. Right. Oh, and yeah. here, Warnberg. the call out to Powell yep. to bring. You know, in and so this is where he's like, I didn't think like he, you know, he immediately is jumping on this because he's yeah. like sees this as a career story. Yep. Yes. Uh, but yeah, and so how Powell, like our our uh it's interesting the portrayal difference between a New York cop and an LA cop. But I think <laughs> we'll leave that one for, for the people in the police services to debate. Sure. But yeah, you know, definitely. he's he's stopping for a quick snack and then he's gonna take a tour by. Yep. That's right. Um anyway, and, and he's doing this and then realizes uh get you know again the crew tight don't panic no right way. again they they you know police intervention is is a component but yeah. they want it on their terms and on their time yeah and they want to they want to manage the timetable and that's important and especially now that they've got a hitch in the timetable because the detonators are gone yeah. they actually just blow off the cop right they give it the whole like oh these systems blah 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 for sure you know and the cop pals like just like oh this is wild goose chase leaves and then uh, this is when the, the uh, body, another... Well, because well, so they, know... they know where McLean is now. Yes. Yeah, they're so triangulated. They're like, where would he be able to broadcast from to the get roof. to the 911? That's right. So go to the roof. So Carl yeah. is like, hot fire. He wants yeah. to get yeah. up there and like... Carl and shit. two others. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Carl and, and Sarl and Barl. Yes. We never know. Uh, they do like a, an interesting like kind of uh, uh, Charlie's Angels exit out of the elevator. They do That's too, right, yeah. yeah. Which is kind of fun. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. yeah, like the three of them, like two friends. <laughs> but, but he is. He's really deliberate. Like I think Carl's an experienced killer. Like he's yes. probably like an assassin or someone who's like obviously oh, been doing this for he likes this. Time. He likes yeah. to do he this. He likes to kill. Yeah. 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 He, yeah. he, he didn't give up the, the life. The, uh, yeah. So 
anyway, so there's this this gun battle on the on the roof, yep. it, it, and then it it falls through. But then as the cops trying to leave, <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, chucks a body out of yeah, chucks a body out the window, already dead. Yeah, I get a great line. Uh yeah. Welcome to the party, pal. Yeah. <laughs> Smash. But then, because then the, the, the bad guys realize that, like, they jigs up. So they start, like, opening, opening up. fire. Yeah, so totally. he is, like, hard reversing yeah. this, like, police Buick backwards to the parking lot. And like, wailing <laughs> oh, yeah. over this, like, drainage channel wall to, like, have the car parked at this 45 degree where yeah. it stays yes. for the remainder of it. And he's, like, covered in his Twinkies. And he's, like... <laughs> Freaking out and like, and this is so, when the police. But there's a enter. It's, it's like sympathy Deputy Chief. because like at this point McLean is covered in blood and like dirt, and so at least not this way Powell can cover powder and dust. <laughs> yeah. We're the same, you and me. Yeah. <laughs> and it's interesting because that was the first. Like they go yeah. back to the roof. Like the roof is like they they tie it well in, yeah. and they yeah. they have multiple fights up there. Yeah, uh, which is good. But yeah, so um, the John escapes. Yeah, but. but Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, loses loses the... Uh, no, doesn't no, lose doesn't, the... Yeah, exactly. This and is when he runs in hot. Exactly, I was going to say, this is where he first engages with them, not facially, but on the radio. Right, And this yes. is where he gets, like, the moniker Roy Rogers. Roy Rogers, yeah. yeah. Another... Uh, motherfucker. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. it. A John Wayne type. Cowboy. Yeah. That's right. Always... Roy Rogers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. exactly. That's my, uh, my Bruce Willis. Hello um, there. It's terrible. Yeah, yeah and, and, and it's interesting. Like John just kind of like fades into the stairwell. Yippee ki yay, motherfucker! Yep. Yeah, just, like, exits the floor. Like it's okay. a throwaway. I think he improv that too. Oh, did yeah. he? I think he did, and that's just that became his catchphrase. Like that is incredible. Totally, it yeah. is. Like that is yeah. That's so, so this movie was written by Shane Black, yes, who has like a really long history of awesome like films. He's worked with McTiernan before. Oh before. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so it's like it a weapon. About, I mean, yeah. fucking hell. So you've got Yann DeBont, who's director of photography. Yeah, you've got McTiernan. Yeah. You've got Shane Black. Yeah, like there's actually like, a really great kind of action group here. A lot Whoa. of confidence. Good team. Yeah, like, really solid team. And this book, like this, this. Okay, the first version of this hmm. was um, written way back when. Actually, uh, what's his face? Was well, uh, Sinatra who was supposed Sinatra, to be Sinatra. Well, Sinatra played the first version of this. this. What the fuck? This character was represented by Sinatra in a movie a long time. I can't remember the name of it. Um, oh, but uh, well, well, ask our buddies at uh, Three Geeky Dad. Yes, to, like they'll, look they'll this up. Yeah. But um, so so then um, they wanted him, the writer of this, to write another book, but it took him a long time to do it. And and old Blue Eyes kind of aged out of this and so they shopped it around and then it came to a bunch of people and eventually became die hard wow. but this is something that was built like back in the 60s wow it was so a, like it was a, a gumption like an ocean's 11 kind of like kind of okay yeah i see hey, i'm seen seeing it? more like you say gumption i'm seeing yeah. more like broken down detective yeah, yeah. Well, that's what i mean yeah yeah yeah, sure. yeah. yeah ocean's 11 yeah. ocean's 11 is the, the flip on the script where you're cheering for the villains Correct. yeah you're yeah cheering for the thieves have you ever seen the original ocean's 11 i don't think I've it is it. hilarious do you know how they cause a blackout in vegas they literally just run a truck into a like a telephone pole or like a power pole sadly <laughs> that's probably about probably 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 most, <laughs> most infrastructure truly is like, nobody really wanted to do that and they were like you can't do that again because no, like, no, people no. really realize how easily you can like no 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 it's it's just funny how it's hilarious how I'll few to, devices it's quite hilarious yeah it's semi awesome. anyway. hey, babe. Hey, babe. Uh, uh, so yeah, okay. so so now the the police are there. This changes the dynamic, but this is again where yeah, and it's an interesting point because um. 
obviously the the control of the you know the the villains and the the crew like the, this isn't an Ocean Elevens. Everybody no. isn't into the plan. Yeah, he's like relax. Yeah, the the police were inevitable and in fact yeah. necessary, right? Like so he he you know Hans is clearly holding all the Not cards correct. and everybody's yeah. following him. This yeah. even the locks like yeah, you know, they're talking about. So they're they've they've introduced at this point the vault yes right, that they're trying to bust into yeah. and he's talking about you know the nerds talking about like well I can you know it's going to take me an hour to bust through yeah. these codes yeah. and then but like and I can drill these but this locks locked electromagnetic like yeah that one like that's going to take an act to die right and and. You know, but think about it. It's a time of miracles. Yeah, like, <laughs> that's really like. Yeah. The other and, one I like yeah. too is when Theo, like, when he's talking about that whole premise of like, okay, now you're sure you can get through this right after they killed Takagi. Yeah. And he's like, we well, didn't bring me along for my like sparkling personality. <laughs> and I mean, I love that Theo can actually acknowledge the fact that he's a total asshole. But yeah. He's essential. So fuck. Yeah. It. That's it. We get all of this. Yeah. Yeah. Theo's he, a great character. He's really fun. Yeah. Yeah. There really aren't. I think everybody does their role well. Like mm-hmm. this yeah. is another thing where like the assholes yes. are assholes. Right, like Koki yeah. Mickey is Koki Mickey. Right? Yeah. They they all play their role so well, totally. Yeah, that like you don't like them, but you're you're not supposed to like them. Yeah, right. And so yeah. Anyway, again, like incredibly, like the whole cast. Yeah. Oh, speaking it. of which, this is the arrival of Dwayne T. Robinson. Oh yeah, deputy police chief who is also oh, yeah. like a professional asshole in like Breakfast Club. Oh He's yeah, oh, that's yeah. you for the rest of your natural born life. Right. If you want the bull, you get the horn. Oh god, like he is. He's a good asshole here. Like, yeah, well, I want to see that buddy comedy with him and Thornburg. Like, <laughs> just like we're asshole and asshole. Like, him and Strickland. Oh my god. Oh, oh, oh that would be good. <laughs> Oh yeah. So uh, that's right. So the police come and they start setting up. At the same time, is this where Hans goes up to check the explosives yes. himself, Correct. and he yeah. comes across McLean? Yes. Yeah. So McLean's still hanging out. Oh uh, no, oh, no, that's oh. not true because they still have that whole scene with Ellis where he tries to negotiate. That happens before that. Yes. Oh, sorry. That's yes. right. So right now, what happens is Argyll is um, uh, he speaks to the bear, and but he can't leave the building. He kind of figures out that he can't do it, and yeah. then uh, Theo actually is the one who sees the cops coming. Yes. and this is where that whole scene with like the missile launcher, because oh, yeah. basically what happens, the police feel like they're going to try to do this on their own. Yeah, so they bring in an armored car. Yeah, well, SWAT, right? SWAT, so open with SWAT. Then bring in the Alvin car to go try to save SWAT. Yeah. After how, SWAT how, shot to shit. How great is that scene with SWAT when the guy's going through the bushes? He's like, ah. Yeah. Yeah. Not really. Yeah. Not really making them seem like <laughs> they're the most really... sensitive SWAT team. <laughs> Yeah, and and again, like the you know the era and the tie back to the you know the military, they're all like running around with their M16s, right? Like, oh, yeah, yeah. dressed in like just you know black clothes from Mark War World. Like it's you know like compared <laughs> to what a, like a tactical SWAT guy looks like now. Oh yeah. Uh, anyway, but yeah, and they get like SWAT gets absolutely eaten up. Yeah, oh, trying to hit um, with the lights and the lights get shot out. Yeah, I don't yeah. know what's going on right they're away. Shooting at the lights. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, like, uh, you know, they, they literally just shoot out their legs while they're trying to break through yeah. the door. Yep. Uh, and then they have to send in the armored car yeah. to try and go rescue these downed, you know, officers at the front door. Yep. And then this is where the missile launcher comes out. And like, so, um, this is also where, uh, John like is happy, right? He's cheering, right? As like the, the police are coming, right? Here we go. Up. Right. Yeah, yeah. Here comes the cavalry. Like, yep. this is good. You know, the good guys are here. And then they start getting, like, season starting to get lit up oh, yeah. by this obviously way more 
set up force well, to defend this building. When they hit the RV the second time, and he's like, you don't have to hit it again. You yeah, can let them leave escape. him alone. Yeah, yeah, but he hits him again really hard just to sort of make his point. And that's when Willis gets so pissed off yeah. that he decides to drop a bomb of his own. Yeah, he drops mm, it. Yeah. Which, is a, which is an interesting piece just because I guess he's he's banking on the elevator essentially being at the same... And like the logistics of this are, are shady at best. But like what well, is... So he sets a chair bomb, but he takes some C4 out. Again, I think this is where he knew C4 and how to basically operate it. Right. But like, you don't, like C4's explosive power isn't based on the number of meters in it, right? Yeah. Like it all goes off or it all no, doesn't go does, off, right? Yeah, like, exactly. So one enough. would have yeah. done the trick, but he's like yeah. jamming like a half dozen in there because okay, it's going to make fair. it a bigger yeah. bomb. But any, either way, still though. straps it to this chair, hucks it down, which is again also how c4 works like c4 takes an electrical charge yeah. to blow which is one of the great things about it like you could like shoot it you can fish on it, it you yeah can chew it okay. uh, that's what everybody comes yeah, that's, that's it make it in the form of a rabbit put it on the newspaper take an image off yeah. like, well, you can put it down golf holes yeah. and okay. stuff like that if you want to get rid of gophers big, big rabbits wow. yeah <laughs> if carl's not a little little friend the carl it all makes sense so Anyway, and so he chucks this bomb down and yeah. like blows oh, out yeah. the floor totally. to stop them from being able to absolutely destroy the vehicle yeah. with their rocket launcher, right? That's right. So like blows it out, and this is where the deputy police chief is getting irate because oh, now this yeah. is destruction of private property, right? Like he's more worried about yeah. like the collateral oh, like the public, than the fact yeah. that a bunch of cops didn't just die, which is another nice point for like that the idea of admin versus street cop, and they really yeah. play this well because the two street cops become fast buds and oh, yeah. recognize each other, yeah. right, without even being talked well, about. Paul even says that, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Like he's a cop. I just yeah. know, and yeah. but like a street cop, the street cop, not like career oh. cop to street cop. No, right? no, you're thinking about the men. You're thinking about like your team. Oh, great! And now the news is here. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's and now the news is different here. Story. Yeah. Exactly. Okay, anyway. so so um, we're past the point. Ellis gets shot. I love that whole scene. Well, he oh. comes in, yes. Oh, okay. So he comes in, tries yeah. to negotiate, then he does get shot. Yeah. Uh, I love that he pours him a Coke. Yeah. It's not really the Coke he's asking for. He's just <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I was like, oh, that's, well, that's he, kind of a nice little, like. Yeah. At least at least Ellis was bright yeah. enough to sell a lie that he is why John was at the party, right? Yeah. Like, yes. So obviously he yes. recognizes that. You know, they're at like, and this comes up from conversation like, who is this guy? Like, yeah, yeah. he was somebody at the party. Like, you know, off is he a security guard we missed? No way, man. Those, those just retired cops looking to yeah. collect a paycheck, right? Like, so they're trying to figure out who this is, and yeah. this is bringing them to realize there's likely leverage sitting in their pool of captives. Yeah. And so Alice portrays himself as that leverage to, you know, mm. ultimately his demise. Yeah. Yeah. Because he doesn't, he, super coked out hasn't recognized exactly who he's playing with yeah, right exactly. and decides to try and dance with the devil and it did not go well what i thought was actually surprisingly spineful of him as he didn't yeah. implicate holly right away like he really made it like him or and john's relationship he, even when he was like confronted yeah. with the barrel of the gun he was but i, I think like, he, that's his redeeming moment yeah yeah he but i think he was probably up. also just again coked out and like now in shock of like how is my i'm a sales guy how is my plan not working like he's yeah. not used to not getting his way I think yeah he's pretty self-important though too where he's yeah. like okay i'm gonna i'm gonna solve this thing like yeah. i'm gonna be great for this i moment. broke a million dollar deals every day that's right yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's uh so he dies but they do figure out that now holly 
Like they see the picture of Holly with the kids and stuff, and you kind of figure out that that's where McLean is part of this. I don't know yet. No, no, that's where they realize he's probably tied to somebody in the room. I don't think they realized it's him. Okay. Yeah. Until Der Pons meets up with John, John on the, the roof and now knows exactly oh, what he looks like. Right. Yeah, okay. yeah. And this is where the kids, I think, is what brought the photo around when the kids ended up on the news. Thank yeah. Douchebag. Because of Thor- news guy. Yeah. Yes. Uh, that. That he like snaps up the photo and sees, yeah. and now he knows Holly is. is the leverage piece, right? So yeah. they were thinking about this, but anyway, let's um, let's talk about sure. John meeting Hans, right? So what an awesome scene that is! Yes, it is. It is. Yeah, it really is. Because yeah. um, and Hans goes, uh, or no, sorry, John goes back up later, yeah. but um, you know, to to find out how Hans was there, so. So he he goes up. Hans is checking the explosives. Yeah. John um uh, basically sees him. Yep. And, and kind of confronts him. Hans no uh, immediately is able to uh, pretend to be someone actually party yep. play. Yeah. Which is amazing. Yes. But John also um, there is a scene that is had been deleted, uh, like I said before, where John is aware of some kind of tick or right. something that happened. That clued him off. That's why he gave him the empty gun. Also, side note, the FBI has arrived at this point. Yes. So FBI is there, Agent Johnson, Agent Johnson. Yeah, uh, no relation. What are, what are no the Rochellis? Uh, yeah, yeah. No, solo mia. Right. Yeah. They, again, they do so well in those roles. I know. Yeah. yeah. But Just but, like in John. I, I love that, like, Gruber doesn't actually go William Clay. He actually goes by Bill Clay. Like, yes. He, he kind of almost takes that back a little bit to make it more familiar, more colloquial. Yeah. I was like, this is something where you wouldn't. It would have been easy just to sort of go with what was on the nameplate. Yeah. I thought that was smart. That was smart, but yeah. he also notices something, and a very important detail about John as well. What is that? No shoes. No shoes. That's it. Yeah. So this is where they meet up. And so John, you know, again, like, tests, but, like, shows, believes the story. Yeah. Uh, Hans does a great job selling it, right? Like, he yeah. played a freight totally. really yeah. well, right? Yeah. Like, he played a scared... Trying to hide. Oh, no. I was just trying to get yeah. to the roof. Like, well, well, right? Like, yep. you know, so he, and John's like, yeah, okay, well, that's smart. That's what I did. Um, but anyway, so they they get together, gives him the empty gun. Hans um, plays the card. Yeah. Right? And then radios in, and then realizes the gun's empty, and yeah. then they, like. No but, bullets to kid. Yeah. yeah. But unfortunately, that's just as brother Carl's coming back out of the elevator yeah. again. So, the corner, so John's yeah. not able to to take care of situation there, but he has to immediately flee. Yep. But un- with the two close in tail, which yep. is where again the the shoes thing comes in. Yeah, they're having this massive gun battle. Well, and uh, Ruber's like shoot the glass, like they yeah, show that the glass. Shite the glass. Yeah, yeah. Shite the glass. My my term is a little tasty. We need to make like small like glass figures and just <laughs> yeah. you shoot the glass. Yeah. So they. Uh, Gun battle ensues. Yep. Yeah. Uh, nobody dies out of it. John's feet do get cut oh, off as he flees. Yes. But, oh, gruesome. But, but also, this is when they get their detonators uh, back. back. Yes. And this yes. is where Hans is lock them on the damn floor. We got the detonators. Again, we're back to control the goddamn problem. Back on mission, right? Because yeah. he can sense. You start to again see how there's a bit of unraveling, right? Yes. Because now the FBI are there. Yep. He's, yeah. He can't. He no longer controls the timetable, and yep. he he needed them, but he didn't. You know, he needed time before them, right? Because he needs to get through yeah. all of the other locks well, before he needs the FBI intervention to shut down the power grid. Luckily, yeah. the explosives have already been planted, though, because Carl makes that effort to go up and check on those things and yep. get the points. So he knows yeah. that most things are okay with the detonators now. They're back on timetable. 
Uh, but then there's a nice moment between Al and uh, oh. McLean. And yeah. that scene, though, when so he's McLean... pulling... Oh, no. Just like, oh, this poor fucking guy. Like, yeah. how do you not feel for so, him there? Like, yeah. he's just covered in his own blood and sweat, yeah. right? Yeah. Like, he's been yeah. shot at so many times. Totally. You get yeah. that important detail from Al about how he can't shoot anymore. Because yeah. he shot that 13-year-old kid, which is going to be important at the end of the film. Right, yes. and that's it. Right, And it, it also ties back to, you know, the whole, like, what? Pushing papers not a job for a real cop. Yeah. yeah. Right. So it ties back to that admin versus street cop. And like, yeah. you know, but then there was that recognition of like, I was a street cop, yeah. you know, yep. shot a kid. Yeah. And, you know, and obviously weighed on him, uh, which I think was, you know, an interesting lens. I mean, there's there's a lot in, in current political and social climates around police and yes. policing. Mm-hmm. And I thought they showed a human side to the police force through this, right? Oh. Like there was this tragic incident it was holding a ray gun looked real enough it was dark like you can you can see that story unfolding and how it has had a lifelong impact and this guy carries that every day with him. this is the pentagast like yeah from falling down like in the movie where he can't shoot yeah uh, so he gets put in a desk job and again there's this idea that if you're not an effective killer then you're not a good well, we're willing and to it has been disproven yeah. in multiple films that you know what some of these guys with great instincts that doesn't have to be your only ability well yeah, and exactly. again like the entire uk would say the ability to whip out a gun doesn't really matter no policing uh canada, canada gun deaths would sort of <laughs> seem to <laughs> yeah, well, the idea that having a gun doesn't mean that you no. are going to prevent crimes no no it didn't save that unfortunate officer in ontario recently no. uh either way so I, again, it is a it is a touching scene. Like it is a it, is. it brings a lot of humanity again to John. Oh. Yep. he's sitting there like you you know brings the crowd like the audience into him and mm-hmm. like he is like literally in this bathroom picking shards oh. of glass out of his feet. Yeah, right oh. as he's just oh. you know just trying to get out of this thing. Yeah, and yeah. I think realizes like he is he's running out of options. Right. Yeah, for sure. Um, now hang on a sec. I'm I'm fogging on this. Was this? So, has he killed Carl yet? No, no, no. no what's happening down below is they're about to shut down the grid because That's Dio right. gets as far along in shutting in getting through the uh, doors Locks. as he can. Gets the the yeah. Right, and this is that little scene with Rick Dukeman and yeah. Agent Johnson, and Agent Johnson, where they yeah. basically get them to shut down the grid, and this That's was Gruber's plan all along. Yeah. Oh yeah. Rick and Dukeman. I love the I love the uh, like the city guy. Yeah, Rick down the yeah. down the yeah. uh, down the manhole with like uh, see, you can't uh, just yeah. shut down the building. Well, actually, I can. There's a I you know, and he's desperately trying to say like I could. Just there's a switch here. Yeah. I said I want that grant. Like just like oh. yeah. <laughs> what is that what is that Tom Hanks film that he's in? Uh the neighbors? The no. Neighbors. Neighbors. Oh, oh my yeah. god, he's so funny in that. He's a really good comedian. He's good. There's a scene, sorry, really quick, in the neighbors when he's like trying to break into their house, like the bad guy's house. Uh, this is Rick Dugelman, and he's like he's like trying yeah. to get into the window and he notices like this comb on the ground and like gives it a flick and then puts it in his pocket. <laughs> <laughs> Shit like that, man. Oh, I love oh. the moment. That's yeah. So cool. Anyway. But okay, yeah, so right. he, but but also uh, McLean, while he's while he's finishing bandaging his feet, he goes, Hans, why were you up there? Yeah, right, right. He he's he's still yeah, like yes. he's not, and this is good because I think this is where that conversation was an important point of rest for him. Yeah, like, to allow him to continue the fight. Yeah, right. Well, and he's saying like, I feel feeling pretty unappreciated up here. Well, yep. you know, guys down here, and again, this separation yeah. of like, hey man. Yep. The guys love you. Screw that. Screw the cool. you know. Screw the office. Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. Like that. That kind of camaraderie, and it really kind of bolsters him into that point. You're you're right. He says yeah. like, "What were you doing on the roof, Hans?" Yeah. And so he goes back up. Yeah. And realizes this, this is a trap. Right. Yeah. This totally. is clearly a trap. So at the same time, have the terrorists now started to uh, corral everybody to the roof? 
No, this is, I think, where uh, Carl comes with McLean. This is where the fight ensues. Okay. Because yeah. I thought McLean went to the roof, and then the Carl and the rest were shooting at him, and then he ends up in the stairwell with Carl. Not no? yet. No, okay. I think, okay. no, I, yeah, the fight with okay. Carl is later, because, yeah. like, it's yeah. after the roof blows, yep. because he has to use the fire hose yep. as the exit to oh. get down. Oh, right? oh, oh that's another God. incredible Kicking scene. Well, just... Yeah. Oh, with blood on the... oh, yeah. His bloody stumps oh. of feet trying to break through, like, office glass? Good That's luck with that one, kids. No, uh, he's on the hunt now. He thinks that basically he's kind of fucked, so he's going yeah. after Holly. That's now right. he's going to go yeah. and save her. This is his, yeah. like, yes. like I said before, it's kind of been his impetus the whole time. Yeah. And now he's on his mission. So he's in the, he's, you know, charging through the jungle or through yeah. the little, like, water feature in the floor <laughs> and trying to find her. And this is where Carl catches John. Mm, and yeah. then uh, the, you'll see the choppers coming in. This is where Agent Johnson and Agent Johnson, Johnson come, like, yeah. come, like, sort of reminds them, like, hey, just like Nam, hey, kid. Yeah. Yeah. I was in, what, like, high school, dickhead or yeah, something. Totally. Yeah. Just like Nam, he's like, I was in high school, dickhead. Like, I love that. That's that was so good. The, uh, yeah, and the, 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 the gunboats. I love the, like, the attack Hueys. Oh, yeah. Coming in. Uh, but yeah, so they go up to the roof. So yep. the, the, the grand plan. The bad guys is so they again with the power drop mm. they have access they're now yeah. in the vault yep they've got right? all the bear bonds they got the bear bonds they're shoving them in the bag right yep. they're prepping yeah. their exit this is where down on the basement yes uh, they are unloading an ambulance out of the yeah. cube van that right. they had showed up with <laughs> the right? is. Yeah. yeah so that the the goal here clearly is that they're gonna and they you know they say. We're going to blow the roof, yeah, and then we're going to slide out in the wreckage while they're trying to figure out what happened, right? We're so they right. know they're betting on the FBI bringing a fight, yeah, right? So that that causes you know the uncertainty of like, well, we're the ones that showed up in the missile launchers, so was this us or what or what's going on? But yeah, anyway, so they their goal is to load all the people up on the roof, yep, right? Have the have the FBI guys fly in like they're gonna chopper him off to this you know fueled up plane on the tarmac to help yeah. them escape again yeah. under this terrorist guys yeah. and then they're gonna blow the whole shit to, you know kingdom come yeah. and then you know quietly escape out in this ambulance with 600 million dollars in bearer bonds right yeah so so uh, carl yeah. mcclain are fighting like crazy yeah. Um, yeah. he gets like beat on really badly and then that's when they sort of take everyone up. so now well, finally everyone starts to walk up to the roof or they get herded up Oh, that's right. Because yeah. because then when they come down again, they see Carl hanging there. Correct. That's right. Okay. Yes, that's so right. So he's up on the roof and he's like shooting up in the air, so, trying to corral them while the Johnsons are coming in their attack helicopter because right. they think he's a terrorist. Yeah. And that's when they blow the roof. Correct. Uh, well. <laughs> no, no, no. Hang on a sec. So Did we, we watch this. Yeah, I was going to say <laughs> two weeks ago. It's been a busy two weeks. The uh, um, uh, yeah. So because he's on the roof. Yes. Yeah, so um, he kills Carl, strangles him with no, no, a chain. No, 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 no. So up. he's on the roof, yep. uh, checking for the explosives. Right. Yeah. Carl comes up. Right. They fight. This yep. is when he goes down the elevator shaft to escape. Is crawling through. That's way. Oh, earlier. that's way before. Way, way earlier. No, no, no. Yeah. So they they're up there. They're fighting. This yeah. is like I'm just I've got. This it wasn't. Yeah, like, no, no. He wasn't on the roof. They were at the roof. They were at the roof fighting. Yeah. Go back below. down. Yeah. Then right? he goes and up. They, then he shoots the machine gun in the air. Tries to get them to come back down. Then they see Carl's there. And basically, he just keeps her, like trying to get them out of like being on the roof part. Yeah. And this is where he's still up top there when suddenly the gunfire is happening. The guy uh, is flying through, yeah. and that's when he jumps off the roof. Right. That's when he uses the fire hose and the, the grand explosion because they do blow the roof. Oh that's God, an so incredible bad. effect. Yeah. No, it's such a good oh. good effect. And like, I love the one comment from the deputy police chief, like, "Gonna need some more FBI guys." <laughs> 
That's right, because the helicopter yeah. got caught in the black. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So you guys just got like, yeah. barreling down. Like, yeah. you don't want to worry about collateral damage. But again, his headspace <laughs> is like, oh, crap, we need more FBI guys. So, yeah. Right? Like, that's also when Argyle digs up Theo. Yeah. yeah. Down below, when he sees kind of what's going on in that the big explosion, boom, smashes into that and punches Yeah, punches him up. Him up. Boom. Yeah. Yeah, Which is interesting. Like, it is not a vehicular homicide. You just, like, yeah, wrecks their exit plan. Yeah. So yeah. he's still doing it. Which is, like, again, like, for a guy that's been, like, pounding some whiskey in the back of a, you know. I talk to a bear. So yeah, yeah. talking yeah. to a bear. Uh, Another you know, he's, thing. He's, there's a deleted scene yeah, where he gets very, very handsome familiar, with that yeah, bear. Yeah, there's yeah. some awkward, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but we don't want to go down that road. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. So then, <laughs> then there's the fight. Kills Carl. who yeah. got left hanging. Uh, it's clearly dead. Clearly dead. Clearly dead. From chains. Never same, coming back. Same so, same room where there was that interaction between Carl and his brother. Yep. Seems like it. Almost, it is. Eh? Yeah. Like yeah. it's that same room. There's the the yeah the um, winch line that he's got his neck wrapped around, snapped yeah. in the wall, neck snaps. Right. So yep. feasibly, he died the same neck snappage, horrible death as his brother. Well, yeah. That's that's after a closing the circle. Yeah. 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 Yep. So McLean busts back into the building, and he is after Hans. Yes. Yeah. Hans very adroitly has taken Holly, uh, Holly and yes. has her as a hostage because that's because yeah. of what's his name, the reporter. Uh, yeah. Because he found he linked back to yeah. the fact that he's a cop. Yeah. And the kids were here. Yeah. Got a news crew out. Threatened deportation to the. Uh, the uh, nanny and yeah. it was was taking care of the kids yep. right to get them on television that's what syncs up and puts Holly into danger correct yeah. uh, and so yeah he grabs her as his insurance chit right, right yeah. as he goes down to get this and this is where Holly realizes this is just a robbery yeah, yeah. right and he's like you're just a thief. I'm an exceptional thief. Like yeah. he is, yeah, he is that's lit awesome. at this yeah. point, right? Yeah. But McLean's look like here's this. He's looking at. He's got like two, two bullets, bullets left. Two bullets and nothing yeah, left in the machine gun. Yeah, yeah. Nothing. nothing in the machine yeah. gun. And two bullets left. What? Walk, about walking into like that showdown at the OK Corral. Yeah, but uh, steps with the gun. Yep. Well, Go he's ahead. killed every single other uh, bad, guy. Uh, bad guy. Yeah, except uh, for uh, Huey Lewis, uh, Alan Rickman. And Ali Young. And Ali Young. And Ali, oh, no. Ali Young sneaks off. There's a, there's a scene where, like, everything's going down. You sort of see him turn, and he runs away. I feel like he gets taken out. No. Really? I, I swear to God, I wrote it down. I was like, oh, oh my God. Ali Young, actually, like, thinking about his career, he knows what's fast. He gets the fuck Just out of there. Just <laughs> He does. He's totally bold. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. And decides to join another gang, uh, and then meets Mel Gibson, where yes. he finally gets his, like, next thing. Just desserts. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Okay. Now it makes sense. The snappery happens. The <laughs> other, uh, well, yeah, and again, like this is the movie that really kind of launched that Christmas, uh, yeah. Christmas action movie piece, which yeah. oh. Lethal Weapon just like absolutely. Well, that's Shane Black. I think. Yeah, yeah. Is Shane Black right. loves a good Christmas fight. So, oh, and Kiss Kiss Bang Bang happens at Christmas. Like yeah. he does like taking Christmas does, to the next level. That's another one of my favorites. That's, that's it. Yeah, that's, that's a good one. Also, um, in LA. Keep going. Oh, anyway, okay. Cops. The um, yeah, so. We're down to this final scene, right? So yep. he's, you know, John's down to literally two bullets in the handgun. He's got this thing. He sees they've got Holly. So he hatches his plan. He tapes the, gun. the one gun with the two bullets on oh, the back of his, his neck, basically. Yeah. Yep. Holds the machine gun out and then folds the machine gun once challenged because, yeah. you know, they pull out Holly and, it, yeah. you know, basically pulling Operation Human Shield. Yep. Yep. And, you know, put have the gun hands. to his head. And yep. so he put the hands up, put the hands on his head, right, which is a cop move, but which is how he knows he's got close access yeah. yep. to his pistol that they don't know about. And then 
what was it you said to me? Yeah. Yippee Kaye, motherfucker. And Baka, yeah. breaks out laughing and they like creates this tension break and then he uses it to execute this draw two shot kill. I totally Roy Rogers move. Yeah. Yeah. Roy Rogers moves, yeah. pops them both. Uh, but Hans doesn't, it's not a headshot. He's not going down right away. No. So he grabs Holly. Yeah. They stagger back to a window and he's falling out and he's holding on to her at the Rolex. Yeah. This is where the Rolex is, is coming back into play. Yep. And yeah. so, yeah, John jumps over there, gets there and like helps her like get the clasp on the yeah. watch off and Hans wants his Rolex. Of course. He's dying with one. It's a reliable time as piece. As he <laughs> falls down. Yeah. You know, so such a great. Oh, scene. and you have a thing about this. Right? So, um, what they did to him, this is the, and, and this is common knowledge, uh, is that uh, what they did is they um, McTiernan want the best reaction out of Alan Rickman. Right. So what they did was, um, it, there was an airbag below, and he knew that he was going to fall, but he didn't know when, when he was going to get dropped. And so what McTiernan did was like, oh, we'll do it on the count of three or something to this effect, and was like one, boom. And just launched him. So that whole reaction is real. That's, oh, awesome. that's awesome. It's fully real as is, he plummets. And yeah. it is a great, like, I, like it yeah. is a great moment because he's trying to bring his gun back around. Yeah, and yeah. They get the clasp and, like, just a slow motion, like, pop oh, of the so mellow clasp. And that, yeah. that, yeah, that shock on yeah. his face, totally. like, just as he falls. And I love the, 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 uh, <laughs> Again, the deputy, uh, the deputy director down below. Oh, I hope that wasn't a hostage. As it on the way down, yeah. right? This isn't a dead corpse that landed on a cop car. This is clearly a live body that's yeah. going to be live when it. Yeah, you know, sure. What a stunt! Hard. I mean, it's no yeah. uh, uh, what Dick Jones falling out of the building from RoboCop. Yeah, the weird arms. Oh the, yeah. <laughs> you know? It is it is it is a beautiful death to yeah. this villain. Totally. Uh and then but then yeah, so villains are dead. Clay makes his way down to the bottom. Clay yeah. makes it down to the way to the bottom. The the police are now taking charge of the situation, right? Yeah. And he's exiting with Holly. Finally meets. Um meets Powell. Yeah, right? face to face for the first yeah. time. So that was and nice. they, they, there was an interesting like that that immediate recognition having yeah. never seen each other before yeah. like there was yeah. you know they knew they yeah. knew each other sure. and they so knew good. right it was yep. and it was yeah. a nice moment and so they're there and he's like uh yeah i want you to invite you know and they talked before about getting the kids together right yeah like this this fit they both talked about family back in that that uh bathroom scene yeah um <clears throat> and so he's like this is my wife holly Gennaro, and she's like holly mcclain and yeah. like it was a was so like you know bad. yeah it was a big touch point there yeah and then this 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 beautiful moment is ruined as Carl rises from the dead yeah. iron neck Carl out of the body bag some some questions for the the emergency services guys that put him in a body bag yeah. you know, checking for a pulse first just yeah. you know out there but anyway raises out with his machine gun in hand still that yeah. guy never let that gun down no no I was thinking he about a death becomes for a moment too another Bruce Willis film where yeah. like when that broken neck for like <laughs> oh yeah. Sort of from Meryl Streep, yeah, yeah, exactly. Carry your body, yeah. Yep. Got it forever. Um, oh, yeah. The, uh, Carl pops up, yep. brings the gun around, and there's this like boom of like a thirty-eight special. Holy yeah. shit! Yeah. And and immediately the can pans over, and what? here is yeah, yeah here he is. Yeah, he's back, right? And he drew the gun. Like, first time he has in in since, and his fortunately still a great shot takes yep. down. Finally, yep. somebody puts Carl down. Yeah, yeah, and then. They, also, my other favorite thing, 
she, Holly lays out the reporter. Yeah, oh, Thornburg, yeah. yeah, coming, yeah back. coming in hard. And, like, she knows he's how her kids got on oh, television yeah. and brought into this whole thing. Yeah. And, I mean, who, what parent wouldn't oh, lay out what the asshole that tried to, like, make, yeah. put my family in danger for their career? Yeah. Not going to there's a couple of fun shot or fun lines from him too, like where the building blows up when McLean drops Tell all those. Yeah, exactly. And then when she Bonnie Bedelia like actually punches Thornburg in that yeah. one, he's like, "Did you get that one too?" Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. whatever. Like they did a fun job of making assholes like yeah. kind of likable. Yeah. yeah, they uh, and they did. Yeah. So and then it uh, yeah everybody's off into the sunsets and uh, hop, hop into the limo with uh, Argyle and we yeah. and that's and it. They get to just. Just right off, I guess. Well, yeah. Do you need some you medical attention? Uh, McLean, uh, yeah. you're fine. You're feeling good? Yeah. yeah. You're, you're good. I'm feeling woozy. Like, <laughs> I know. I'm some scotch. Like, just <laughs> accelerate the bleeding. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Just washing his feet in the scotch. Yeah. Oh, okay. just, just a foot. Yeah. Just a bottle into a tub. Oh, that's the stuff. <laughs> that's, uh, that teddy bear's got a lot of blood now. Just sort of like using it <laughs> as like a white. So white yeah. Just, are we still giving this to the kids? Yeah. yeah. Just a lot of semen on it. Argyle just yeah. sorry. Yeah, okay. I panicked. Yeah. Hey, uh, I was a little lonely. It's got the car phone like thing around around snack and just so sexing it. Anyway, uh, that's the movie. That's the movie. All right, but you know what's going to make this even better? Yes. When we hit the money zone. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Someone set a fire in your car because it took too long, and I got bored. <laughs> money, please. So, Chad, you know, um, as you know. We, uh, we, I don't want to brag, but we are fairly instrumental in keeping the economy of St. Albert alive. Right. And uh, it has been the Christmas season. And so a lot of businesses, this is their, their time to make a lot of cash. Right. And things like that. And so we've been approached. And I think because we let them know you were going to be on this episode, oh. they approached you as well. Yes. Yes, that would be how they uh, they got my number. Then thanks, yeah. thanks for that. Oh yeah, uh, and actually, just because we are uh, a little, you know, through some some changes in timetable, doing this later than we had intended, and we're mm. coming up to the you know the end of the calendar year and mm-hmm. the end of December, end of the holiday season. Mm-hmm. I was actually approached by a company called Dry Hard, oh. which, is, which is really nice. Coming into January, right? A lot of people are yeah. uh, are are trying to look at you know health. Resetting dry that relationship dry, with yeah. uh, with alcohol, so dry heart yeah. uh, out there. They you know able to help promote uh, you know that that reset on that relationship and yeah. just help people with that. Uh, and if you're actually looking at a you know a whole health uh, aspect going into 2023, I would also recommend checking out their parent or their their partner company Walkart. Oh, um, <laughs> just just to uh, you know bring it around for, for oh, yeah. everybody having a healthy yeah. 2023. So cool. uh, shout out to Dryhard. Well, welcome to the dry party, pal. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Why don't you groove or yourself another drink? Uh, 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 yippee rye yay, mother. <laughs> I got I got nothing. Yeah. Don't get no, hands with my pills there. Nice, nice. Not yeah. too bad. Not too bad. Well, it's it's funny because mine is um could be a seasonal business but really they chose to be the antithesis of you know when christmas everybody's wearing their ugly sweater to stand out you know Uh, it's like hey look at my sweater and stuff like that well you know one company wants the sweater uh you know the 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 people who love a good sweater but don't want to necessarily stand out in fact they want a sweater that is going to keep you uh a little in the shadows as it were the sweater oh Um, (laughs) Oh, a uh, no. camouflage sweaters right. to keep you from standing out. And their motto, get to the shopper, to help you make your choices. Well, I think if you wear it, you'll probably be a sexual tyrannosaurus. 
Just like me. Uh, that's a... Yeah, it's the sweater. Okay, no problem. Yeah, yeah, what you got? Well, you know what? I think one of the things that happens this time of year is you've had a lot of sweets. Yeah. And a lot of, like, different things that are probably, like, you know, it's not great for your body, but it's just not great for your breath. No. So, you know what? I was approached by a company uh, that's really thinking about, like, how to improve overall, like, oral hygiene. Mm. And that's Mystery Mentos. Uh, yeah. So, people who chew with their, loud, their mouths open, it, it makes you furious. Yeah. But, you know what? If you shovel them into your mouth, then maybe you don't have to explain your love of these delicious flavors. <laughs> uh, in fact, they may be buller you over with how delicious they are. So, everyone try out Mystery Mentos. They are fucking delicious. They are. All right, so uh, takeaways. Yep. Takeaways for parenting. What do we got? Oof. Yeah. Whoa. All the parents in this. Um, well, I mean, Holly and McLean are parents. Yep. Al. Um, Al is a parent as yep. well. Yeah, his wife is having a baby. That's right. Um, or he's a soon-to-be parent. Soon-to-be parent. I, I don't know if he has more children or if they're working on their first. I can't remember what he said. Yeah, I don't remember that. But I just remember talking about, yeah. Yeah. Um, we have, um, you know, uh, uh, Argyle is a parent to that bear. <laughs> okay. No uh, or maybe he's they're... his daddy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, I think they're in a co-parenting relationship uh, of maybe, whatever comes maybe. up. But um, uh, if, if I could say... Um, one thing that I kind of took away from this is that um, some of the most unassuming individuals have skills you've no idea about. Sure. Right? McLean is not the typical hard body of the 80s that we would expect. Uh, McLean has all these hidden skills and just follows his instincts and things like that. So um, if I could think of anything, really, it's it's just that, you know, don't assume someone is not capable or unable to do a certain thing. Uh, just by the way they look, you know, you've got to mm. make sure that you're not uh, uh, presuming or assuming, uh, which makes uh, a lot of mistakes. But um, you um, so you, you know, when you look at someone, when you when you see them, give them the benefit of the doubt. Sure. Uh, also, you know, like he follows gut instinct the entire film and your guts are rarely wrong, I think. So follow your guts. All right. Mm, I like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm just thinking about Bonnie Bedelia, like like yeah. Holly, and how fucking angry she was when she found out like Thornbrook had threatened her kids, oh, like had yeah. made them sort of public and drawn them into this. And I think you know it's interesting between all sense and logic and even self preservation. Like in those moments, she's probably like, "Well, I'm going to die." Yeah. And there's all these terrible things that were happening, but I don't think you can ever take away how important like your kids will be a motivating factor, your family will be a motivating factor yeah. when you think all else is lost. And I think. Um, you need to invest into those relationships. You need to make sure that you um, kind of understand them because when all else fails, it's kind of family that drives you in ways yeah. that you probably didn't think. Like, you know, maybe McLean had all those skills, uh, but wouldn't have used them necessarily if, if it wasn't Holly that was being threatened yeah. or his kids weren't being implicated in the potential like uh, fallout of all of this. So, I mean, as a parent, as a, as a husband, you're just like, okay, you know what? You've got to make sure that family is key. Yeah. Fletch? Yeah, no, I, I, I agree with that. I think it is, um, it's good with that. I also think, Again, going back to like Holly is a badass in her own yes, right in this, totally, and I think it, you know it is important to realize that you know it takes two, right? Like the success in this whole thing was because they both played the roles yeah. they needed to, and that they are both badasses. And it's you know it's you know in in relationships it takes the effort of the combined yes. to to make things truly work, and yeah. that that yeah, like you know both being a badass is where it is, right? It's not about one over the other. It's about both doing, you know, again, like he's trying to get her out for the better of the family. She's, she's there 
you know, she's protecting him as mm -hmm. best she can throughout the whole film. Yep. And they both are all about protecting the kids, right? So, yeah, totally. um, yeah I thought that was a nice, nice touch point on the family aspect. I like that. Yeah. And, um, you know, it is. It, it, she's not snapping necks, but she's just as badass. Yeah. She's, no, she's writing checks. Yeah. <laughs> she, she's a badass. She's she, she is. Fully she is. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think that's well recognized. I think that... Um, you know, because, uh, again, of the 80s, we're always looking at the machismo, the, the testosterone, hard body filled. It's good to acknowledge, like, those people that are just as strong, but not as overt in that way. And so I like that you picked that up. Yeah, and I, I love that it was a strong female lead. Yeah. Right? Strong well, female yeah. lead character. That wasn't big for the era, so. Absolutely. Anyway. No, I think that was well spotted. And um, uh, I think you brought a lot of insight to this film that I've seen many, many times. But you know what? Every time we do see it, we see other things. And I, I like, I think your talent in particular, Chad, is to pick out like really interesting things that we can kind of go, oh, that's nuanced. It's not so face value. There's actually fairly layered approach to this film. There's a lot of things. And I think you're really good at that. I think oh, you do that quite well. Yeah. I appreciate that. And thank you for coming on the show, obviously. Yeah, Chad is Fletcher, like Any our, our brother. Not yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's right. It's okay. At least <laughs> no, we get it. And. But but your your time is valuable, so we appreciate that you spend your time with us, and we always appreciate talking to you and, and, and really setting up the stage for another fun film, and we hope to have you on one more time. But one thing you forgot to bring, though, or that you should have, I'm sorry, uh, that I, I hope that next time you're on that you can really remember to bring, not to harp on it, but if you don't mind, if you could um, go get your fucking shine box. <laughs> This has been Get Your Shine Box with Chris Ham and Tristan Ham. Special thanks to Ross Smith for the intro and outro music, and extra special thanks to Three Geeky Dads, a cool podcast with a bunch of cool guys. Please check them out wherever you find podcasts, and check us out wherever you find podcasts, except for Apple. Apple's a bit of a jerk, but everybody else, we're pretty good.